Good morning, darling. <laughs> that was supposed to be my best, um, Diane Carroll, uh, thing. Listen, it's 6.30 in the morning. I got up, like, close to 5-ish, and, um, I decided to lean into waking up this early, so I already took my two teaspoons of, um, matcha, which should be enough to get me through my workout and also that, um afternoon crash and I used to I got it more after the time change so still adjusting the best I can um but I wanted to just chat with you so it's early in the morning and this is my headspace I think this is why it's so important maybe you might want to pay attention to this for yourself too why a little bit of meditation in the morning and quiet um and 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 matcha does do this and I think even like with the GABA um, and the L-theanine, although I haven't been taking it consistently, it helps you get into, a. It, it's a neurotropic, right? It's a neurotropic, so it allows you to kind of have clarity, focus, and deep thought. And so I think that's one of the reasons they say, you know, try to have some meditative space in the morning, that quiet before everything breaks out into pandemonium, right? Um, but... One of the aha moments I had just in this morning, there there's a podcast I did last night. I really like it, but I decided not to publish it, at least not at this time. Um, but I, I really liked how I went through the thought process. And um, this is just as good for me as it is, I think, hopefully for the rest of you, but between last night and this morning, what I realized is that, okay, to which degree am I getting into these boxing rings, you know, and then getting punched around and then kind of feeling like, hey, why did you slap me? Nigga, it's because, okay, it's because you traipsed on into that UFC <clears throat> area Climbed up into the boxing mat, into the boxing ring, and then this is what people who go to UFC, whatever, do. So, um, what was happening is, um, I've mentioned this before too, so I have my favorite content creators, um, and I, I know this, and that's part of my fault. If they cover stuff that I like, in the sense of like, um, they're really good at X, Y, and Z, I need to just stick to A, X, Y, and Z. If, if they're going into things that really don't have anything with the trajectory of my life, then I, I, you know, there's no point in me going over there. So when you look at it on the grander scheme of things, why am I going to click on something that deliberately is for people that are, you know, seeking a relationship or... Yeah, basically seeking a relationship. This is not so that that's the equivalent of me driving down to my local UFC camp, you know, place, um, getting out the car, walking up to the boxing ring, hopping in, and then just feeling like I have to quote unquote react to stuff, which I did last night. <clears throat> but um, I think that some of the things I said are still valid. Um, you know, 
And so I, I have to kind of process it a little bit more. I probably will upload it within the next week or so. And I will preface it at the beginning of the podcast. You know, some of the things I'm saying now. Because I, like I said, I think some things in there are valid. But then it made me think about how am I doing this in other areas of my life? You know, if I like so um, artistry. Um, this, by the way, um, April is Financial Literacy Month. I actually need to put that in my notes as I start to plan my calendar for next year. And um, and I've been getting some really good tips on finances. And um, I, I always love those. I always love learning different things. It excites me, you know. Um, and it takes me out of the mundane. But one of the things I have to pay attention to is like when it comes to consuming content sometimes we have to realize sometimes you have to clear out your your the people you listen to and or like I said know when to it cuz you're basically deciding to get in and out of pools right i know one of the the things that they talk about is um like the dating pool has e coli in it at this point right or bacteria or whatever those things are. So the analogy that I like to use is like, well, I see y'all having fun or whatever, you know, jumping in the pool, nose, you know, what is it? Um, diving in and swimming around. I'll be on the side just drinking my virgin, uh, you know, pina colada um, with my shades on, sunscreen on, manicure done, bathing suit, but I'm not, I'm not getting it. I'm good. I'm good. But I think what happens sometimes is I will be tempted to tip my toe into the conversation and then end up getting like toe fungus because I had no business putting my foot in there in the first place. And now I got to react to it. So um, I also find it interesting too. one of the, the terms and it's crazy because I'm going to address like gang stalking online as opposed to some of the things that really I probably should address, but I I almost like that you're going to hear this first, and then it's going to make so much more sense why I'm even saying this in a roundabout way. So yeah, I will upload it maybe in the next day or two, but just keep this podcast in mind. Because I, I, like I said, I look at patterns and I observe what is happening, right? So I was in a content creator space that they, they've kind of taken a, a little bit of a detour from their normal content. So beca- And because I, I frequent their platform, my automatic impulse is to just cl- click on it. And, and this is relatively new. Other content creators I've already should have already figured out like, oh, this is for singles. I'm not looking to date. So then therefore, let me just... Trapes on. Let me let me drive past twenty. You know, UFC, sporting gym, gym boxing, whatever. Let me let me just drive on past that, and drive to the nail salon or drive to the bank, withdraw my check and and keep it pushing because this is that's no detour necessary. So, um, I just need to be more intentional about it. But so I I I veered off. You know, and I clicked on it sub unconsciously, unconsciously, and I enjoyed watching the content. Um, 
part of when you hear me talk about stuff too, my, um, when you talk about human design, I'm a five, six, which is kind of like the man or woman on the roof. Um, if I understand and remember it correctly. Um, so (laughs) I will kind of take a bird's eye view where I'm just, I've, I've learned not to be in the chats so much. Um, and just listen even more than I already do and observe, you know, the, take the temperature of the room. And so when I was watching this, um, I didn't necessarily like, okay, so what I will say is uh, the one I was watching this morning was this guy was getting interviewed and it's not, I'm not looking to, to date anyone. Like I said, I feel like it was just one of those things where low key I did detour, but then it was kind of like put on my lap and then it's like I was eating it. It's not like my favorite food, whatever, if that kind of makes sense. So, but we need to be more conscious, I think, about why we're on certain platforms. Like if you're not looking for marriage and da 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 da, then why are you even in the content? So, I just watched it because it was kind of downtime and all of my favorite content creators, I've looked at all their stuff already, but, um, otherwise, and, and and, y'all, how many times do we make decisions like that? How many times do we look for something, you know, or we, we're bored and then now we end up in, in situations we have no business even being in. So, I, I wouldn't say I necessarily liked the person for myself or that I wanted to date, but <coughs> I think that um I still saw the humanity in him. And I think that's part of probably what get used to get me in trouble. But I feel like there's ways to have diplomatic conversations. And I feel like if someone is not for you, they're not for you. I still do honestly believe because when I talk when I talk about this podcast, it will make sense on the other one. I think it's going to be titled victimhood, or it's probably going to have the words in there like narc, love bombing, breadcrumbing, uh, future faking, something in there. It's going to so so you'll know what um, I'm referring to. But I I think that. Communication is 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 a, is a science and an art form in and of itself because when I say that I stay away from X Y's, I'm not walking around here mean mugging people like glaring at them. I shared the last time when I you know I I if I see them coming like I I'm. A, I am an observant person as it is. It comes up in my profiles. It comes up in my natal chart. Intuitively, I have come to understand myself. So if I see trouble within, I joke about the six foot thing. It's probably way more than that. I I probably need to measure at some point. It's probably closer to like, a, I want to say closer to 100 feet. Since I see you, I know to pivot. I keep it moving. We're not coming in contact. You will not even be able to hear the sound of my voice or whatever, what have you. I do this in the most daintiest way ever. You know what I'm saying? And unless you know me, you're not even going to be able to pick up on it because I'm I'm always scanning my environment, whether I'm driving or out and about. So what I observe sometimes is like 
it doesn't mean that we have to be kind of like um just mean with stuff so when I was saying like even last week it's funny and it stuck out to me because I intentionally went out of my way to avoid individuals and they still kind of I'm telling you they kind of seek you out anyways and so when they ask me a question I still you know answer the question and proceed to exit on out that okay you got me you got me but I'm not gonna stay here and I you know sashay on to my next thing but um I don't know I feel like it was kind of weird because there were other people like myself that are not into um they're not there to look for a a love match so but they were saying some pretty nasty stuff in the comments and I'm like this is how did you even end up on this channel I don't understand but maybe they were there the same way like me maybe you know they were just bored maybe they caught it live and you know there was nothing else going on in type of a thing but um, I do think that there are people, when I think about other panels and stuff, that there are red flags. At which point, and, and again, it could be my scorpionic side. Like, sometimes women will be like, oh, this is the back and forth conversation I had with this guy. And I'm looking at them like, listen, you get one chance and then I'm done for the most part. So, which is makes it even funnier because with my exes, it's like, I wouldn't say they were red flags. It was just, I saw I I really liked them so it wasn't offensive to me or anything but there were red flags there right so when I I didn't know they were red flags right but um what I was trying to say is that people I I don't understand why you why you'd want to engage so when when we're talking about panels this is how I do it if I see something live and I that the the title captures me in and it's not someone I normally follow, it takes me a good like two minutes, okay, 120 seconds of my life to say, whoa, what is the dynamic on here? Hmm. Um, read the chat a little bit and see what the what the, the thought process is of the collective. You know, read the room, read the temperature, take the temperature. Listen if the if it's a guided um controlled conversation if there's people talking over each other yelling over each other um and then saying insightful things oh i'm in and out of that beat like i'm we're done you know there's no point for me to to stay and stick around same thing like uh, one of the couple well this one girl that i um we're like new acquaintances type of thing not the one i met not the one i consider to be an ascended um master it's another like relatively newer friend of mine and stuff but she still likes you know relationships and stuff like that and um it's interesting to hear her go through her thought process and again for as as vocal as I am on here y'all I feel like you still have to give people room to discover and embody themselves and if they ask you for advice then you give it because sometimes she'll talk about meeting guys and stuff like that she's a blonde hair blue eye um woman type of thing and 
she's always telling me like her adventures and stuff and it's fine it's my friend I like to hear you know the stuff she's going through but she will show me like text of like back and forth back and forth and I'm like by the bite yeah and it reminds me even when I used to be on the um the the dating site stuff I'd get hit up and it'd be like a couple conversations and then it's just I think it's kind of funny because guys are very similar more than a lot of us realize and I think that came more with age understand I grew up sheltered so I didn't have a lot of interaction with them um and so the more I started to, you know, understand them. And when you hear my last podcast, you're going to hear that I say, I think for you to get into a relationship, it's way more, um, it's, there's way more attention to detail than I think I'm willing to give it at this time. I I said it then, but I'll say it in for the purpose of this podcast. Knowing what I know about myself now, at this point in time, I have come to understand that for me to get into a relationship, right, I would have to understand how men think. I would have to understand how they communicate, how what they want. I would need to make sure that all of my ducks are in a row. Am I fully healed from all of the past stuff that I've been through? To be quite honest... I don't I don't even care if people say like oh you're damaged goods. Hell yeah. Hell motherfucking yeah. <laughs> you know? When it comes to that aspect, I don't there's to me there's no recovering from the stuff I went through. It just is what it is because of the way that I'm I'm made up. It's kind of like I would consider myself when it comes to dating more of an egg. And I think other people are like apples and oranges and they can get bounced around a little bit more on their way to wherever they're going. But I got cracks. I'm an egg. It like I am fragile. I'm done. It's a wrap. Are we going to bash me for being an egg when you're an apple and an orange? Do you get what I'm saying? Like we have so many. I'm huge on individuality, especially the age that we're going to you know, um, from, from Pisces collective thinking when I've talked about this before, when we do Pisces age of Pisces is about group think age of Pisces is about hundreds and thousands of people being directed what to do and how to think and being programmed by one or few people at the top. You should do this. You should act like this. You should blah, blah, blah. Age of Aquarius is like, listen, I am the tall girl with the melanated skin, with this phenotype, with this personality, with this rising, this moon, this Venus, this house, this degree, born specifically at this place at this time, with these interests, these likes, these dislikes, you know, and type of thing. And allow me to stand in my um, uniqueness, individuality. And but I hope and I'm paying so much attention to this, too, I think even within the last um you know, download that I got, with, which is actually within the last 72 hours, it's kind of like, am I allowing people the opportunity to thrive in the age of Aquarius, to be individuals? And <clears throat> that's why you hear me say certain things like, I understand I'm an egg. I understand you're an apple and other people are, are oranges. Um, You have to afford me my own personality. And I think that sometimes when you're 
leading from the top, it's kind of like I, I this. So then this makes sense because remember I was talking about how some of us are pulling up to UFC championship rock boxing locations and getting into the ring and getting into into pointless boxing stuff you know like pointless conversations when I think it's it's a two-way street one if you are an orange then I can see where you're making um, conversations and it's up to the rest of us to be like okay that's an orange um does this apply to me or is she talking to other oranges at which point you're like oh i'm not an orange i'm an egg let me keep trade you know uh, what do you call it prancing on by trolloping on by right it, it doesn't apply to me so if it doesn't apply let the egg fry no i'm just kidding <laughs> um yeah, so I think it's kind of like, I think what, what there's me, I, I know I talk a, a little bit in circles, but if you are not there to date the person, why make it like volatile? And I feel like, were there some points where the person had some red flags? I was like, oh yeah, this is a red flag. But then again, what I saw was... um people addressed it and some people you know were nice about it and some people were nasty about it i don't think you have to be nasty about it right um and and even when i think about like how i was talking with the one friend about the back and forth thing i'll just laugh about it i'll just tell her i'm like Mm-mm, i'm scorpionic i'm like you get one text and i am done i remember one time she kind of like her eyes got big and she looked at me and i was just like i i can't i can't do the back and forth type of thing where you're giving them chance after chance after chance but again that speaks to how much i really liked the last people because if you're going to get a good amount of time out of me let alone three and a half years out of me like just oblivious you know what i'm saying so um I don't know, y'all. I What I'm trying to say is, what I saw was, and, and if you were, if you know the content creator I'm talking about and the scenario I'm talking about, then this is going to be funny, right? It was disheartening to see the way that we engage with each other and other people. I feel like I had to recognize, oh, okay, this is this is probably not for me. Um, are the valid points being made? Yes. Um, but I don't know. I, I think we got into a place where things are so um, aggressive. I, I think also, too, some of the things that I'm going through, like I said, even within the last 72 hours... It's like my whole life is being flipped upside down, but I I really like it because I really thrive on um, lighter energy. I really, um, yeah, I really thrive on lighter energy. And so it feels really good to just drop um, some heavy loads. A lot of that has to do with my decision to stop listening to certain content creators too within the last, you know, um excuse me transition between you know cold winter 
dead, stagnant, you know, deep, dark stuff to now with the um, incoming of, of the spring. I don't know if you notice that about yourself, too. It's kind of like energetically, some of us are do are tapped into the nature of things. And so like my energy was just craving the lighter energy, new beginnings. So it's easier for me to let go of the old cold stuff and transition into like, I don't even know if you can hear the birds right now. That's one of the things I love about this area. I love so and we're in early spring. So I'm going to be hearing my my baby birds, I call them all up and through, you know, going well into the fall, you know, and so it's like that light, joyful, happiness, fresh, new beginnings, um, looking for new. I, I every you know what's so interesting. I look for um, every time I go on YouTube, like lately, especially since we've been transitioning to to spring. I keep typing in things that interest me, but I feel like I don't know because of the algorithm, they're just not coming up into my or there's not as many people out there that cover it so that that can be a little bit frustrating for me but um and like for example there was one um like yesterday I typed in millionaires right if you're welcome to stay a little bit longer because I feel like I am going to take a tangent so I am going to bird walk a little bit I remember when we were in school one of our favorite history teachers um uh, and, and, and y'all, if I, if I, but he, we, we knew him for bird walking and we would get a kick out of it because he would teach us government, um, history. And this was in junior high. Yeah. This was in junior high before we were going into, um, high school. It was junior high. Um, and, and, but it was funny too, because when I think about, <laughs> how students are with their teachers now the dynamics are so different but back then there was a we you have to be a special person to be a teacher I feel like you know both of my parents were teachers um I'm glad my dad retired right when you know before the pandemic and things I think got so much worse now the school he used to work to there would be fights there would be fights there and stuff like that and it was, you know, always concerning for my dad and that type of thing. But I do remember it fondly because we would come in as kids and we would sometimes be like, oh, let's see if we can get him to go off topic. And sometimes he would be like, you kids are trying to get me to bird walk, right? And stuff. And sometimes he'd be like, kind of chuckling and laughing at us because he understands that we're young people and testing limits but we're playful about it and sometimes we would have to just um to you know learn about politics and stuff like that and sometimes we would have to sometimes he would just be like ah oh, you guys got me and he would tell us his stories about back in the days you know with the dinosaurs and before technology and stuff and it was just like a they had to just rest our minds a little bit and hear him talk and he enjoyed talking and we're like, listen, we don't have homework or whatever, so this is good all around. So I'm gonna bird walk a little bit. But um 
what I, what I, so for example, yesterday I typed in the word millionaires. For those of you who've been on my journey with me, I'm trying to tap into what my inner higher self would do. How would she react? What advice would she give herself? How would she move? How would she dress? What type of things would she allow to affect her, right? And so on another cool note, y'all, I do owe you a video, a podcast on Viddy Looks. So we had the meeting with with our mentor last night, and he was showing us how you can grow Viddy Looks into $1 million, a little over a million dollars in 11 months. And it was funny because if I were to eat along the way, you know, like take out some money along the way, like 30,000, 80,000, 100,000, it would take me 15 months to get to a million. But the funny thing is, um, one of the, the other mentors was having technical difficulties. And so she's like, oh, can you cover how you know, what if somebody wants to go all in and eat along the way? So he kept quiet. So I'm like, I typed it in reaffirming it. So he started laughing. He's like, oh, she wants to, she's on the way to her grandma's house to eat and stuff, you know, or something like that. And she wants to eat on the way. And everybody just started laughing and type of thing. But so when that's just one stream of income, right? Um, All my other stuff is in place. So I understand that. I don't know. I want to embody it. And so I typed in millionaires into YouTube and I wasn't for one. There's not a lot of um, I'm going to try to type it in again. Actually, let me move this over. We might we might do the full 30 minutes. If you don't mind hearing me, just do morning talk. Okay, it's seven o'clock in the morning. Hmm. I do need to start drinking my water. How did I end up with this on my website? I don't even know how I ended up with this on my page, y'all. I have a bikiniprepcoach.com. How did this end up on my... I mean, I like it. But how did this end up as a tab on my thing, y'all? This is so weird. Bikiniprepcoach.com. Uh, she doesn't look like somebody I follow. Oh, talking about tangents, y'all. Let's bird walk a little bit. I I guess I'll come back and circle back. But they have it. So if you want the bikini competition prep, it's four ninety nine. If you want the diet only, it's two ninety nine. If you want the off season advantage package, it's two ninety nine. And if you want the weight loss and body transformation package, it's four ninety nine. And if you want the posing and stage presentation package, it's from one twenty five to five fifty. That's not bad, y'all. Very professional looking. But anyways, as I'm on Sayang, one of the things I did um just type before I came on here um into YouTube was Diane Carroll. I think she's so elegant. I actually like her. Um, I've never seen Dynasty, so I think what I'll have to do is just um download. The um, if if there's a way for me to find Dynasty, the the full movie or whatever, then I I will just go ahead and and splurge on that. But one of the things I liked about her too is she she corrected people too. I think that when you get to that certain type of 
I have my ideas about what a millionaires would do. But so let me just type it in again. So I typed in, I went to um, YouTube and I typed in millionaires and I'll tell you what came up. One of the things that was so interesting is that there isn't a lot of, um, so million A I R E S S. And what would happen is it defaulted to millionaires. So what was coming up was, um, was the, how would I explain this? Understanding too, that millionaires is kind of with the gender of, of men, right? Masculine. So when I'm typing in the feminine version of millionaires, it's just kind of like not very, not even modern. So like, look at this. Something comes up from Maggie Smith from 1972. Um, and then it has millionaires from 1960 with Sophia Loren and Peter Sellers. And then part of it too, as I was going through, it's like, who looks like me, you know? Um, so this one says asking Monaco millionaires how to make, oh no. So yeah. So this one defaulted, defaulted to millionaire millionaires asking Monaco millionaires how to make a million dollars. Um, this one is the millionaires from 1960. Um, but there's nothing about really modern about the woman that's a millionaires, right? I would like to see more language like that. Um, and even I think that part of what I'm kind of realizing too is I get to create my own um, caricature, I guess, of, of who that what that what I get to be so I, I don't want to get too stuck on it because I think what could have possibly ended up happening too is if there is so then this one joined the millionaires club um I kind of went to her I'm gonna go ahead and save this to watch later it's only a minute and five seconds she's more into like Christianity so I'm not into Christianity and then one of the things when I went to her page is she didn't have a lot of um something to like pull me in it just kept saying like join the club join the club join the club and um I you know I wasn't able to maybe like click on something and hear what it is she's talking about to pull me in I could push past the prayer group stuff or whatever if I really feel like there's content that can pull me up I love the way she's dressed I love the style I love the elegance and everything but is it enough for me to actually subscribe mm. um but yeah, even when I'm scrolling down, so yeah, this is the same lady again, 50,000 investment challenge. And okay, this one, I'm definitely going to click on this. I'm checking this one out later. Let me open this in a new tab. Let me, that, that, that might give me a little bit more meat. That one is 12 minutes and it's uh, from two years ago, which I didn't go down two years through her content. So that might answer my question. I don't know. So one of the things I want to do is um, I'm going to keep in my notepad uh, is like keeping track of how many people I can help become a millionaire. 
Um, I think that's going to be like my thing, helping them do it in 36 months. Obviously, like I said, I feel like that the days of it taking you 10 years, the way that it did for Warren Buffett, um, and those instruments are still available to you, right? Um, that Warren Buffett did. If 10 years is your MO, the opportunities are right there. Um, excuse me, but if we're talking about using things where you can become, you know, in 11 months, 15 months, then it's even way easier than when I first started conceptualizing. And then it's one of those things where I look forward to, so I'm supposed to be meeting with the model. Um, probably it's going to be next week. It could be tomorrow. Um, I probably need to just text her and find out if she wants to meet tomorrow or next week. But, um, and, and it's just sharing her like, I'm in this, this, and this. You know, these are, this are my results. Show her my screen and everything and let her choose. But it's like, that's going to be one. My, my, one of my godson's mothers, um, definitely my nephew, his mom. Um, type of it. Oh, and then my other friend that I tell you, she's still kind of like into dating and stuff like that. So that right there is like looking at making at least five millionaire, millionaires, millionaires, right? That can join me and... Even like my baby brother, I actually need to call his little butt. <laughs> I need to call him. I'll probably call him on the on the way to work out. Y'all, he, he has, uh, I just love his laugh so much. And we think so much alike. But I'm going to be like, same thing Big Sis does all the time. Yo, you need to get in on this and stuff. So, but then again, it's one of those things where, you know, they have to see the numbers type of a thing but I mean if, if they need to wait 11 months to see the numbers I'm still trying to decide if I should do like you know take out some money along the way and just grow it to 15 months or but I think that will be predicated I like to use that word <laughs> on on if like my niece needs something do we are we going to need $80,000 between now and the next 11 months I don't know but if you put it out there then hey Maybe, maybe we'll just have to do a, like a trip where everybody in the family goes on, on like a cruise and we, you know, just pay for it. One of the other things too, like I'm learning from my niece too, because I've mentioned that I am aware that I might not be the best gift giver. And I need to talk with one of my friends about this too, because at least how, it, how she and I are communicating, because I know she's going through a hard time. And so I was like, oh, I'll just buy you a Google packet, Google ads package, and then you can grow it. And in 12 months, you'll have supplemental income if you want to grow it and take out $1,000 a month and still continue to buy yourself a packet every month. And then in 36 months, I don't, I don't know, I have to do the math if it will get her. But still, you're looking at going in 24 months, six figures. And then after that, it's just a matter of, of like, is it 36 months or 46 months, depending on how you structure it. But then when I, I was talking with my niece and I've mentioned my niece, she's biracial. So I remember, um, I, I just, there was this girl that she had her hair cornrowed exactly how I want it. And usually when I see a woman that has a hairstyle, I've been wanting cornrows for the longest 
But the area that I'm in is predominantly it's white people. So for me to go, I, I would, every time I've asked, they will say I either got it from out of state or Los Angeles. Y'all, I'm not, I don't like driving in there. I'm not the only one when you talk to people. Mm -mm. I've never, I had family out there um, with my grand aunt, but I think once she passed, it's just kind of like, I will smell you later type of a thing. So, um, so I was like, can I ask where you got your hair done? And she's like, right. And I'm like, get out of town. I got so excited. So she shared the information with me. And so I'm like, I'm going to go and get my hair cornrowed. And so I told my niece, I was like, oh, when you come down, I'm going to, we're going to go get our hair done. But the funny thing is I didn't realize until afterwards, because she was like, she's like, well, I want to get my hair colored. And I was like, well, I don't know if she does hair, hair colored. And then she's like, well, I'll just do my hair myself. And I was like, that's ungrateful child. She doesn't understand. And then when I was like, she doesn't understand um, what a, you know, that I'm trying to spoil her. It occurred to me, like me, you know, my mom telling me to go get my hair done. It's a whole different experience. Right. And so even the hair texture thing, like she's not taking it as an opportunity to be like, Oh, I'm going to get my hair done. Her thing is I want to get my hair dyed. Take me to someone who's going to get my hair dyed. So me as the gift giver, it's not for me to be like, well, I found somebody who done who does cornrows that I want cornrows. So then therefore you should get cornrows or stuff like that. Or, and I wasn't even thinking in terms of her getting cornrows. I was just thinking of like, let me take you to the hairdresser and whatever. But I don't know if she does hair color. I have to go back to her Instagram and stuff like that too. But it made me think, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to force on her something that she doesn't want. She's telling me what she wants. If I want to, you know, help, you know, give her something for her hair, then I should just, there's not a big problem, you know? So I think that even, uh, this is good because with my friends, I can just kind of figure out, listen, this is what I have to be charitable. I would like, you know, but it, but I'm, I don't want to force it and then just be able to just close it out. And if they want to use it for rent, then use it for rent. So it's like, I shouldn't have to pigeonhole my friends to all get into Google ads. They all have a right to do it the way that they need to, because what if they have other things lined up? Like this person, she's very entrepreneurial. It doesn't even really kind of matter. I think that she is kind of learning because of we have what one thing we have in common is we, I think, and it kind of makes sense too, because knowing me, I've been talking about passive income for the time. And this is something that's going to come up when we talk about it at some point or time. So ever since then, I've noticed she's been kind of diversifying certain things and so one of the last conversations we had it was kind of like I'm adding this feature and it's gonna allow me to kind of like automate the process and stuff but the funny thing is as I'm saying this right now is I remember I had this conversation with her about three months ago and I I tested the water. I had listened for quite a bit of time, but I asked her, what about this, this, and this? And at that time, it seemed like it didn't, um, 
I would say maybe even a little resistant and came across as kind of like, I know what I'm doing, you know, da, 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 and just glazed over it. But I think that, you know, if, if I think about it, I can be like that too, especially when I was younger and especially when my dad would give me advice and then my dad would end up being right. But, but, um, sometimes you really do have to give people time for the seed to grow, the plant to grow. Uh, yeah, for the seed to grow and for it to kind of conceptualize in their mind how it looks. And because she does the inner work and because she's constantly like introspective, she is now adding streams of income and she sounds a little bit like me, like, but this is not, that's not how she first started off talking. When we first started off talking, it was just one thing. And I like it too, because like I said, Google ads may not be her thing. Her thing could be that she can use that money um, to, to grow her platform quicker and still get, you know, to six figures in her unique way. And that's ultimately my goal. So even with me, I have to be careful. You know, one of the things too, I told y'all this is going to be pigeon walking. It is chit chat, but I hope you're kind of taking away some things too, because when, um, I was going over my body graph with, with the person that I met, I was introducing her to it. One of the centers was I could be prone to being like heretic and it's called like heretic investigator. Um, and so after that phrase, I started to pay attention even more to, you know, heretic. Let, let's just type in the word real quick, y'all. If it sounds a little kind of like a ranter and raver, I would be able to laugh at it. My laptop. And why am I hungry? I think the the um, matcha tea does make you kind of... Uh, so my laptop, I don't know if you can hear it in the background. It's like, it's like, girl, it's too early in the morning. What are you doing? Anyways, my understanding of heretic, because I'm going to type it in here, is that explains how I go from movement to movement. So I will... Something will catch my my attention, usually too, because the person tends to be really charismatic, right? They are very age of Pisces, kind of like, rah, 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 this is what you must do. This is the way. There is no other way. Um, lead or you will burn in the pits of hell. And I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever you are putting down, I am picking up. It glitters, it flows. And then I'm all in there kind of like um, raving and jumping up and down and punching, you know, like fist pumping in the air, like, woo, woo, woo. And I'm like all in sync with what they're saying. And then, but because of the way that my little mind is, they will be up there and they'll say something stupid out of the left field, like, now hit yourself over the head till you pass out. And I'm going to be like, screw stop the music. Did they just tell me to self-harm myself? And so everybody else would be like punching up air, like their fists in the air and like going to the music. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, you know, I like my head. I don't want to pass out. What if I get trampled? And then I start to question things and I start to like, yeah, the math ain't mathing with this one. I, you know, it's not, does it hold water? Like, you're not going to tell me the sky is purple. And then I'm going to be like, yeah, nope, this definitely does not hold water. It's been nice. And I'll just start to like back my way out of the movement and be like, 
y'all keep dancing like you know like when you're moving away kind of still dancing a little bit like that shack thing but you're like on your way out the door like mm, peace and they just turn around and book it like um I feel like that's kind of my style right so I do gravitate to things that like sound really controversial usually have a charismatic leader out front that has personality charm but then once I start to listen like I start to analyze it so here we go so it says a heretic is a person believing in or practicing religious heresy um a person holding an opinion at odds where with what is generally accepted um being a heretic means <clears throat> one who differs in opinion from an accepted belief or doctrine nonconformist y'all so you you have your you have yourself your musings of a divine feminine is a nonconformist so <laughs> i'm gonna be that person you know just nonconforming and i think what makes it so funny for me is i think with other people especially like if they're in the groups they're gonna call in and be like listen i non-conform with whatever the f you're saying and i'll be in the lines and i'll be like stroking my chin like hmm this doesn't sound right it does not hold water there's a hole here there and there and that is the juiciest contradiction because what you said over here does not match over here so it's not a full 360 application. Like just sitting there like, mm, you know, and it does help that I'm not in the comments because I can really, I'm already like that anyways, but I feel like with, with the reintroduction of um, coming into the social media world with the pandemic, it's fun to be in the comments like I will tell you so I have I've told you I've broken fingernails like my nails doing this so at this point it's just vanity like I remember just being like right in the chat with everyone else and being like <laughs> you know type of a thing and it is kind of funny and we're all like going in and the chat is like going like a thousand miles an hour type of thing but um what was it one time oh my gosh what was i watching and y'all know part of part of the thing sometimes i will get distracted with this with the chat the little running emoji y'all gets me every freaking time i don't know what it is i don't know what it is but the emoji of the and then they'll put like ladies run and then a bunch of the running i was like i have a podcast on this i don't know what it is the running emoji thing oh my gosh and then um just yesterday i was i don't remember what it was i was watching and i looked at the, the chat and the comments y'all were doing i was like uh-uh uh-uh i'm y'all this is just too much it was funny it made me laugh a little bit um but yeah so but with me being a non-conformist in the group and because of my personality uh, so here's here's other similar words dissenter <laughs> um let's see what dissident means did you hear my little like demonic laugh my impish laugh um i would just be like yeah i'm a mosey on out of this conversation mosey on out of this thing so dissident means a person who opposes 
official policy, especially that of an authoritarian state. Y'all, I've been knowing this intuitively. And 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 again, I think that one of the things I wanted to say is I am I really do believe that if in case I didn't or anyone else didn't, I was born for Age of Aquarius. Absolutely. Um because it's almost as if I was born on the last, on the tail end of Age of Pisces. Hated every bit of it, but I think that it makes me appreciate Age of Aquarius. I think it's an honor to be on the inception of um, Age of Aquarius, where it's like, I get to champion the message, like, let's celebrate our individuality. Let's allow each other to be individuals. Let's... and. Remember, Age of Pisces is very much about authoritarian state, about religion. That's what heretic was. So non-conforming, right? And that's why when I get gravitate to these movements and I have to pay attention later on in life, how much because religion has to do with um their man-made structures, right? So are people making framework around things that now all of us have to conform and all of us have to think a certain way and all and I really need to do a podcast on um on um I I said it and I'll say it again y'all about to get caught up in some cult type ish that you because as somebody who used to grow up in a religion not only was I in it but also I recognize the patterns of it right so when you start to hear certain people use certain language, I'm telling you, I, I crack up at the analogy too. Like Jim Jones could have not gotten me. The only way they would have gotten me is, is is as I'm escaping and I just, you know, didn't plan my escape plan good enough. And then I got caught and or, you know, like shot at or something. But I promise y'all, John Jones or Jim Jones, he would have said something like, all right, y'all, it's time for you to drink this Kool-Aid. And I would have seen people falling out and I'd have been like, yeah, no, the math is not mathing. Like, I like my life. It was all good. I love the Kumbaya music and everything. And I like the sense of community, but I'm not willing to toe tag myself. Like, it's a no for me. I'm going to have to go use the bathroom. And then just shimmy on out of there while I'm singing Kumbaya, my lord. Shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. And then when no one's looking, like, just book it and get into the woods and stuff. Like, nonconformist. But I think what was funny, too, is like I said, I'm not... Um, so here's here's other similar words, like dissenter, objector, protester, free thinker, right? <laughs> Might as well call me a, a disruptor. But... I'm not like you will probably will have had some people like at the let's just use the Jim Jones analogy. Right. And so flashy guy, charismatic, you know, selling you certain points that that you feel like you're lacking, like sense of community, being seen, being valued, warm, fuzzy feelings, spirituality. Right. Which is very much uh, age of Pisces type of um I guess kind of like prototype or archetype, but um, you, I imagine that there would have been people that are like come up to his face and be like, "I see exactly what you're trying to do here. This is manipulation, blah blah blah. You you setting these people up to to brainwash these people, 
studies have shown that this, da 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 And then Jim Jones would have either punched them in the face, you know, made a mockery of, you know, like, usually one of the things how you know you're kind of in a cult is that when somebody, they will make an example of people who are dissenters or disruptors. And they have to make it so that it instills fear in everybody else. One of the things, like even when you look at how there was buck breaking in the times of the plantation fields, not trying to play the victim, okay? Because if I bring it up, people would be like, oh, she's trying to play the victim. You know, that's being prejudiced. Like that never happened. Just, you know, but from what I understand from the critical race theory type things, one of the things, the things they would do is when they would get like a new batch of um, people that they were enslaving, they would look for the strongest muscular male and then they would, um, they would subjugate that person. They would buck break them. And so that was to send a message to everyone else that if we can take down your strongest and your most muscular, if you're a woman, if you're a little girl, if you have less muscle mass, if you, you know, we're looking to this person to be your leader, like, yeah, don't even think about it. And so very humiliating process for that person, you know, especially in, in, everything that they would have been going through when their own people sold them to the pit. Anyways, let me leave that alone. So, because we're not doing that today. No, not today. Not in the last three minutes. But so, so my approach too is I just don't agree. And then I'm, I'm out because of this podcast, you get to hear more of the dissent or the free thinking or the protesting or the nonconformity. But like I was saying at the beginning, I, I'm not going to necessarily say, you know, I, I feel like some of us need to kind of just stay in our lane a little bit because respectfully, because what is happening is kind of like, I don't need to walk up to Jim Jones and punch him in the face or get into an argument with him. I can put two and two together and just shimmy on out, you know, shock style and just watch y'all dancing as I'm moving out and then just make a run for it. Um, and maybe if somebody sees my, you know, me escaping and was thinking the same thing too, you know, like I remember these, this used to happen in church too, but sometimes like if you're sitting and somebody's thinking a thought and you're thinking the same thought too, and your eyes make a connection and you're like, you know, you're on the same, same wavelength. Usually when bullshit is being said and both of us don't agree. And so like the look in our eyes is like, yeah, this is some bullshit, but, and then you look at the other person and you realize they're like, what the fuck is he talking about? And you're like, you know, and then afterwards you kind of catch up and he's like, can you believe they said that type of a thing? Like, I feel like we're on the same wavelength and we'll just probably both escaped and, you know, you run that way, I run this way, and via con Dios, you know, type of thing. But, all right, y'all, let me go drink my water. Um, It has been my pleasure. Uh, Y'all have been all that, and I have been Musings of a Divine Feminine. <laughs> I got that outro from Cat Williams. He says, "I y'all have been all that, and I've been Cat Williams. So that's going to be my thing. 
Y'all have been all that, and I have been Musings of a Divine Feminine. Until the next one, know that I love you. I'll see you at the top. Until the next one, bye.